The hottest books in the world this week, it's very clear what comic books are being speculated on the most in 2023. Let's get into it. Another week, another list, the hottest books in the world. And I'm at the table, virtually, broadcasting from somewhere on Spaceship Earth, not just with my cat, but with Gem Mint. And Gem, do we have the first Geminite to discuss? We might just have the original Gemini coming in at number 10 on the list, the most relevant spec of 2023. Make sure to hit that like, make sure you're subscribed to the channel as we talk about Uncanny X-Men issue number 12, the first appearance of Juggernaut. The origin of Professor X, but why would we consider Juggernaut the first Geminite? Well, it's the first cameo appearance of Sidorak, whose ruby bands and gemstone gave Juggernaut his magic powers. So technically he's not a mutant. I digress because there are only two copies graded at a 9.8, 11 in a 9.6. Now, the 9.6 had a record-setting sale this past March for $41,911. We haven't seen one of those 298 sell since 2010, where it only sold for $8,900. So price correction would certainly take place especially since it's been 13 years, I want to know from the community, is a 9.8, one of two in existence in this market, despite it being an adjustment period, a hundred plus thousand dollar book? Because I think it could be. Definitely a $100,000 book with so much potential. We have the entire X-Men universe wide open with the MCU. We've got the animated series coming out with X-Men 97, and we could have cameos in Deadpool 3. We have a lot of sales happening this past week. In a 4.0, we saw a sale for $650, 14% above its average. The 4.5 is up 4%. The 5.0 is up 19%. And the 5.5 sold for $875, 10% above average, but still under the $900 5.0 sale. Don't forget that Ryan Reynolds did the voice of Juggernaut in Deadpool 2. So we could see a reprisal of the role in Deadpool 3. And you're going to notice many books on this list point in the direction of speculators and investors putting money down on mutants and their foes. Hit the like, slap the subscribe, but also download the best comic app in existence, Key Collector Comics. You can keep up with the rapidly moving marketplace. Keep up with us and get access to this list before we even hit the mic and support the show by using code TOM101 and unlocks a free two-week subscription of the app. You can catalog your comics, get suggested pricing, unlock categories of so many different mutant keys. You gotta know them all because they're spiking across the board. Which brings us to number nine on the list. We're gonna just keep the X-Men train going with Uncanny X-Men 101, Gene Gray becoming the phoenix we haven't just seen an immense amount of attention on the juggernaut post the hellfire gala for good reason make sure to read that book we're not going to get into spoilers but take a look at this x-men issue number 28 coming out an excellent juggernaut cover well gene gray is getting their fair treatment in the comics as well with their own solo mini series in this hickman era could we be seeing a reprisal of the phoenix in ongoing comic book continuity and we joke how they've already used the Phoenix Saga multiple times in live action, but isn't that what they would do in Deadpool 3 to make fun of that just a little bit more? Will we see the live action Phoenix Saga once again? Well, collectors are still picking up the book either way. A 3.0 selling for $229, up 3%. The 8.0, up 10%. The 9.4 selling for $1,300, 15% above average. And then the 9.6 selling for $2,024, 20% above average. At the list of number eight, we have Green Lantern 59 debuting in 1968. The first appearance of Guy Gardner. That's seeing a lot of traction. The 4.5 selling for $240, up 23%. The 6.5 selling for $412, up 26%. The 7.0 selling for 459 up 15% and the 75 is selling for 590 that's up 37% 
the first appearance of the best Green Lantern, and we know James Gunn has plans for the character in the future. He's casted for Superman Legacy. We have an HBO Max Green Lanterns series coming out. No confirmation on Guy Gardner showing up yet, but you would think they would combine these series. Nathan Fillion's been cast as Guy Gardner, but you're not wrong, Jem. The only thing that we have confirmation on outside of their appearance in Superman Legacy is Hal Jordan, as well as Jon Stewart, leading in a detective-style noir, kind of paying tribute to True Detective, eventually, but who knows when all of these things are going to take place. The only thing we know of right now is that Superman Legacy is going to be the first film brought to you by James Gunn. And yes, that does have a date attached to it, July 2025. But will that get pushed? Because everything else has been. Very interesting that you say that, Tom, because number seven on the list, we have Wolverine number one for the 16th consecutive week, the first solo miniseries of the beloved character that's really been on the list this whole year because of Deadpool 3 hype, which has just been removed from the schedule the 9.0 sold for 175 for an increase of 17 percent and the 9.2 can't keep up it's sung for less at 160 that's an increase of two percent the 9.4 sold for 225 for an increase of 20 percent and then if we look at the newsstand barcode 9.4 that's selling for 259 that's an increase of nine percent just a $30 difference, you might as well go for that newsstand. The direct market 9.6 sold for $300, 12% above average, and seven copies outsold that average this week. And then we got the 9.8 selling for $705. It's 3% above average, and two copies outsold the average this past week. It's unfortunate that we're not going to see Hugh Jackman's reprisal as soon as we thought we would. The next time we're going to see Logan is going to be in X-Men 97, which was set to release in the fall of this year, now officially being pushed back to early 2024. All right, taking a break from pushbacks, from mutants, from X-Men and DC, we got to show some Star Wars love with issue number one on the list at number six. The first appearance of nearly everybody, debuting in 1977, making the list today, rather than Grand Admiral Thrawn, Ezra Bridger's first appearance, Sabine Wren, you know, what about the second printings of Kanan, The Last Padawan? It tells me that the slow burn that's happening over on Disney Plus has caused a lackluster focus on speculation. Clearly, not enough has happened in the Ahsoka Tano series to move spec in any direction favorable to books that people have been specking on for years. And they've diverted and they're focusing in on the long-term Bronze Age blue chip keys that are more affordable now than ever. And Star Wars number one is that tried and true blue chip key. The 8.0 up 6%. The 8.5 up 5%. The 9.2 is up 7%. And the 9.6 sold for $1,312. 37% above its 12-month average. And then we have the 9.8. It sold for $4,400. 4% above its average. Now, I did say it's been selling better than it ever has. Clearly, in the last few years, that's the case. But this book could have been acquired for under $1,000 prior to the comic boom. But what's the difference besides more members in our community wanting to get this awesome book? Well, the last time we chatted about this book five weeks ago, we have seen an increase of 16 copies added to the census. Not just all in high grade, all graded at a 9.8. That's a lot of new 9.8 copies hitting the market. So yes, Jem did just mention a high sale for $4,400, but the last recorded GPA sale as of the day of this filming was $37.25. Let us know how you guys are liking Ahsoka Tano in the comments down below, and what are you looking forward to for the future of Star Wars? As we move on to number five on the list, we got a new one, Batman 357, the first cameo appearance of Jason Todd. 
the second cameo appearance of Killer Croc. Also, CGC notates both of these characters being featured in full on the CGC label, but that's a conversation for another day. We have a 7.5 selling for $75, an increase in 9%. What's going on, man? Because a 9.0 selling for $159, up 20%. The 9.2 is up 56%. The 9.4 can't keep up, selling for $185 for an increase of 10%. The 9.6 is selling for $250 for an increase of 8%. And the 9.8 just sold for $900 for an increase of 11%. We saw Killer Croc in the first Suicide Squad movie we all want to forget, and we saw Jason Todd in the canceled Titan show. Well, we already know that James Gunn has confirmed a Bat family focus in the upcoming films, which would be a perfect place to introduce Jason Todd, who we've yet to see on the big screen. We've already seen the Joker, the Penguin, Two-Face multiple times. We've seen Riddler. We've seen Catwoman. I can't help but think that if Killer Croc is done right, this could be a wonderful foe to introduce to a more serious James Gunn vibe type of movie. Definitely a perfect time to introduce some different villains, especially ones that have such close ties to Bruce Wayne. Moving on to number four on the list, we have Batman Adventures 12, the first appearance of Harley Quinn in comic books. Harley Quinn became one of the most notable Batman characters in the last 25 years, and this all had to do with the BTOS universe introducing her and done wonderfully, not just by voice, but also kind of in character portrayed by Arlene Sorkin, who passed away a short two weeks ago. So it's fun to look ahead and get excited about Lady Gaga's portrayal of Harley Quinn in the future or how James Gunn is going to utilize this character inevitably. But it's also important to pay tribute to the person behind the character who debuted her in the first place. Arlene Sorkin and Kevin Conroy are definitive versions of this character. They will be missed. Collectors picking up copies in honor of her. Also, like you said, looking forward to Lady Gaga's portrayal in the Joker sequel. We have a 7.5 selling for $500, 8% above average. Two copies outsold the average this week. An 8.0 sold for $540, 3% up, but two copies outsold the average as well. The 9.2 is selling for 7.73. That's up 11%. And then we have a newsstand 9.4 selling for 8.75 for an increase of 1%. We got a 9.6 selling for 11.40. That's 11% up. And then the 9.8 selling for 2,900, 9% above average, and also had two copies outbeat that average. And what's this doing at the list at number three, ASM 361, the first appearance of Carnage? Is it because of what's happening in ongoing comic book continuity? That could be the case. But Sony's probably never going to let this character go. And could we see Carnage in the upcoming Miles Spidey game? That could be the case. Or it could just be Raph Grissetti. It could be all of that, or it could just be Spider-Man key villains. This is an affordable book. It's plentiful. We haven't talked about it since May 29th. It was number nine on the Hot 10. And before that, I don't think we talked about it since the Let There Be Carnage sequel was buzzing. But we have a lot of sales to report on. A 7.5 selling for $86, 18% above average. The 9.2 was up 9%. The 9.4 is up 5%. The 9.6 is staying right about average, selling around $175. And then the 9.8 coming in at 494, 21% above average. We chatted about this book three months ago, as Jem said, and since then there's been an increase of copies added to the census, a staggering amount of 512 copies, 82 of which graded at a 9.8. So yeah, we're seeing some members buy this book for near $500, but at that price, considering someone just grabbed a newsstand 9.8 at $585, I think this is a book that you got to spend the money on that newsstand or you need to be patient on because the most recent GPA sale clocked in under $400, 353 to be exact. You caught my attention on the Miles Spider-Man 2 video game. They didn't tease Carnage at all, but in the first game, 
They teased Mr. Negative as the villain, and then we got a whole slew of villains. So maybe we will see Carnage. We do have this new upcoming series reuniting the Carnage symbiote with Cletus Cassidy. Every symbiote needs a host, and for Carnage, there has only ever been one host who has made it feel whole, and it's time for a reunion. Torin Grunbeck is going to be taking on the Carnage series, reuniting the characters, but knowing how well they took on Thor when Donny Cates left the run gives me high hopes for this upcoming Carnage run that's inevitably going to be on my pull list, and it should be on yours too. Join the number one way to support what we do the mystery mail call. ComicTom101.com, every single box this month for only $35 is going to be getting a boys number one virgin Johnny DeJardin Homelander cover. Link in the description. Support what we do. And Jem, let's get back to the mutants. Let's get back to the new mutants. New Mutants 98, that is the first appearance of Deadpool coming in at number two on the list for the second week in a row. Wolverine 1 kind of fell back a little bit, but this book maintained its place. A 7.0 selling for $300 this week, putting it 6% above its 12-month average, but that's not all. The 8.5 is up 22%. The 9.0 is up 13%. The 9.2 is up 8%. The 9.4 and 9.6 are both up 7%. And then we have the newsstands. A 6.5 selling for $300, 10% above average. And then the newsstand 9.8 selling for $3,550, 25% above its average there's no new slabs added to the census and same to be said about wolverine one earlier on the list so expect an increase in coming weeks hit the subscribe button because you know we're going to be here to cover it when it does inevitably happen and i want to also give a shout out to the current ongoing deadpool run but before we get to that we also have to focus in on the solo mini series of Deadpool. Deadpool Circle Chase is seeing a tremendous uptick in copies sold as well. The 9.0 selling for $100 for an increase of 104%. The 9.2 and the 9.4 can't keep up. Hell, not even the 9.6 can keep up. All are selling for under $110. And the 9.8 clocked in a sale at $384. That is 156% up. It's officially doubled. As New Mutants 98 takes off, well, members got to spec on something more affordable, and I think they found it here. Well, Deadpool to Circle Chase 1 is to New Mutants 98 like Wolverine 1 is to Incredible Hulk 181. Indeed. And I'm not up on my Deadpool comics, but I do know that Alyssa Wong is killing it. And funny enough, has incorporated Carnage low-key into the comic book, and Deadpool kind of spawned off a new character. He has a new dog. It's named Princess, and it's a symbiote. So not only do we have a repeat offender for number two on the list, but the same with number one, Uncanny X-Men, issue 130, the first appearance of Dazzler. The second appearance of Kitty Pride, the second appearance of Emma Frost, and so many books selling. When I was at Canada Fan Expo, I saw so much Dazzler on the wall, and it wasn't just the first appearance, but we'll get to that in a second. We chatted about record-breaking sales last week. Well, the prices have indeed adjusted. Let's get into it. We got a CGC 9.0 in a direct market edition selling for just under $250, 38% above average. The 9.4 selling for $350, that's 35% up. And the 9.6 selling for $570, 40% above average. Then we have the newsstand 9.4 selling for $442, that's an increase of 58%. And the newsstand 9.8 selling for $2,017, that's an increase of 22%. And we also have a record-breaking sale, the 9.2 last sold in 2021 for $390. It's up 3%, selling for $400 for the first time in comic history. Now, Tom, you said something interesting to me before we started recording. What happens if Dazzler doesn't show up? 
It means this book can see a steep fall potentially if Taylor Swift rumors aren't correct, or if she's not playing Dazzler and is taking on a different role completely, or if she's just a brief five-second cameo in the film. You know, it may be worth specking on this book after the giant tour that she's been on, but we looked it up, and she's going to be on tour all of 2024. So... If the mainstream collides with the investment of this book and we get these like big investors, we may see the floor raise across the board to lower grades. But I got to know the community's thoughts in the comment section below. Is this the time to buy this book or is it the time to wait? The movie's been put on hiatus indefinitely until the strikes are resolved. And members are watching these prices go up and up and up. And they're deciding to put money in another book because this one's getting too expensive. Yeah, just like Wolverine 1 and Deadpool, the Circle Chase, the Dazzler first solo series is selling well. The 9.2 selling for $35, but 6% above average. The 9.4 selling for $52. The 9.6, $79. And the 9.8 selling for $225, 22% above average. Help your fellow members in the comment section below. Let them know what is exciting you as it pertains to what the other community members are purchasing, investing, and speculating on and as always geek responsibly and stay minty fresh enough said